R&B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? Bad back, dude. You might have noticed I'm standing up for this podcast today. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Tweaked it earlier at work. Uh, obviously, working on the veggie farm, I do a lot of heavy lifting, and it's something I do every day. Today, though, when I was uh, picking up a crate of beetroot, it was like a 20-kilo crate, which is the max limit for a crate, you yeah. know, health and safety and all that. And for some reason, I fucked that health and safety rule, and, <laughs> <laughs> and my back just went ping. <laughs> so, Yeah. Hasn't been too good. So standing up, I find a lot easier than sitting down because I have to demold myself from the seat if I'm sitting. <laughs> you have to learn, mate. As you get older, when you go to work in the morning, you've got to preload. You know, you've got to take your, your, your anti-inflammatories and your painkillers before you leave the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm starting to learn that, mate. I'm starting to learn that. But yeah, like it's, it's just annoying though, eh? Because I mean, like you know, you, you you know, you've been in the uh, in the building industry for a long time and you work with tools a lot, but then there's always that one moment where you'll do something to hurt yourself. And it's always the silliest little thing, eh? I put my oh. back out once when I was working as an apprentice and I did have a bad back for a while and I lifted like the littlest tool. I was lifting it up into a machine and it, it was probably only a few kilos and my back went <laughs> and I was cast. I was like stuck in that position and I could not move. Yeah. And man, I was in agony. I went, I left, li- literally left work and went straight to the chiropractor's eh, to try and get them to fix it because uh, it hurt so much. Eh? Yeah, it was so bad. Well, this is it. Yeah, so it's the lower back that, that happened and it, it affects your walking. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just like, yeah, I feel, oh, honestly, man, I, I don't feel old, but today I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. Anyway, talking of work. You're going into a new business venture, I understand. What's this about? Yeah, as I mentioned momentarily before, I'm kind of going to wind down the maintenance business that I'm doing slowly. And uh, I'm now the proud owner of a CNC lathe. So so I've gone and brought quite a nice little CNC lathe, which if you don't know what a CNC is, it's computer numerically controlled. So Mm. my original trade before I got into building was being a CNC programmer or fitter toolmaker. Yeah. Machinist and toolmaker. And uh, so I've brought this machine in the hope to get back into doing machining work, but doing it for myself and contracting to other companies. So, and I might already have some work lined up. So I've got the machine getting uh, disconnected basically this week up in Auckland. And then uh, it'll be on a truck in the next couple of weeks and transported down to Thames here, going into a mate's engineering shop. So oh right, so it's not going to be in your, not going to be in your garage. No, no, it's a proper big industrial machine, so you know, I can't have it in the garage. It needs three phase power too. So ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah not so. not standard in the house, is it that power? Uh, no. So how big is this thing then? I think all up, it's about it's three point one ton. Oh shit! So it's yeah, it's about three and a half meters long by one point six meters deep and about one point six meters high. So, oh, right. Something like oh, that can't yeah. be can't be cheap, mate. Did you sell your motorbikes? <laughs> uh, I've actually got to yeah, I have. I brought another one, which yeah. is going to be my good one, and I've done the other two up, and I'm selling those. So they, they were only bikes I was going to turn over anyway. Yeah. So I'll sell those two, and surprisingly, I was the right place at the right time with the machine. I didn't pay a fortune for it. Yeah. And it came out of a shop where basically they do small batch. Work, so it's not big runs of anything. So they're not making like thousands and thousands of the same thing. They're just making one or two little bits and pieces here and there. And that's why they don't want the machine anymore because they've decided they don't really need it for what they're doing. 
mm. and it hasn't done a lot of work. So it's it's a fairly new machine for what it is. Oh, that's awesome, man! I'm excited yeah. for you because I mean, you yeah. do you do sort of get to. I'm not saying you as in you. I'm just saying generally people tend to get a little bit bored of what they do and they just need something new and fresh, right? Is yeah. that kind of where you're at with it? Yeah, and I was looking maybe going back to engineering and um, I looked into it a bit more and I decided I didn't really want to go back to wages. I just want to work for myself because it's just the freedom and you can, you know, you, the sky's the limit when you work for yourself. You're not restricted in any way. Yeah, and you've had great and, success with the with the business you've had. Yeah, and I think I've seen a down... It's kind of a whole... It's funny, sometimes you think in the universe things line up for a reason and things happen for a reason, you know. There's been a big downturn in work at the start of this year just due to the, you know, this all this uh, cost of materials and that going through the roof. People aren't don't seem to be spending money on those sort of, you know, decks and fences and house repairs that they were spending. Yeah. And if they are, they're trying to pinch the penny. And and, and if it's not good for me, it means I'm not making any margins or, the, or any good margins like I was. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm not getting the volume of work that I was getting. So I kind of need to branch out. And I know the engineering sector in New Zealand at the moment is absolutely humming. They're so busy. So, um, And there is a real shortage of CNC engineers in New Zealand. So mm. I thought, well, to make decent money, I've sort of got to get back to what I know best. So Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exciting, man. Well, we'll have to keep us up to date with that. We're really interested to see how that goes. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty busy for the next few weeks because I do have some work to go and do. I'm starting a deck tomorrow. <laughs> All right. And I'm trying to organize a trucking company to pick the machine up. Plus, I've got to get to Auckland to help decommission the machine and bring back all the other small parts that can't go on the truck. Are you feeling pretty confident in your decision to do that? Yeah. Like I said, all the things seem to have lined up. At the start of the year, I met a guy. I happened to just randomly go diving with a guy that was looking for a dive buddy. Turns out he owns an engineering business. And, and it really stemmed from there. I was thinking about it last year. And when he started talking to me about how busy the sector is, and how desperately they need engineers. And, and when I started telling him what I did, he said, oh, man, you should get back in engineering. The, you know, the country needs machinists and good engineers. Mm. And then that, and then a mate of mine, he works for a big engineering company here in New Zealand, and he's wanting to get out on his own and do his own thing. And he wants to partner up with me because him and I did our apprenticeships together in the same company. Yeah. Um, and then randomly a mate of mine, I happened to mention it to a mate of mine who's got a little engineering shop and he said, oh, you can just stick the machine in my shop if you want, if you need somewhere to put it and run it out of my shop. So, perfect. I mean, things just seem to have lined up really well. So, and to me, that's like a sign that sometimes things are supposed to happen. Yeah, for sure, man. Good on you. Yeah. Watch this space and we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. I mean, it's something you know, eh? so you could just crack straight into it and make the big bucks. Yeah. Well, it'll either send me broke or it'll work, one or the other. <laughs> well, you don't know until you find out, right? That's right. You don't know these yeah. things until you try, so yeah, and only nice. must try. All right, cool. Well, let's get into it. Two, three, four, five, down the tools, up the mic. A trainee guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're measles, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game One hits nails, and one nails hits We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh** We're R&B, and Andy G And this is Tradio, Tradio I'm funny like that too. I walk around the house sometimes going, a tradie guy, a radio <laughs> yeah. guy, Same. two vestments. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, man, it's so catchy. It's so catchy. That's good. So we're up to episode 15 already. It's like these episodes just roll yeah. around so quickly, eh? Just flying by. Time flies yeah. when you're having fun, mate. It does, mate. Yeah. Um, we actually, after our intro in the last podcast, we started talking about the Russia-Ukraine situation. And a, a relatively, it's not a nice situation, but no. a, a funniest no. story has come from Britain, uh, which links up to that. Um, a British mum called Leonie Fields had too many drinks and decided to get an Uber to Ukraine to help the country defend itself from the Russian invasion. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. 34 years old, she says she was only saved from making the almost 3,000 kilometre journey from her home in Manchester to Ukraine because she had insufficient funds for the $9,000 fare. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was actually out oh. celebrating a friend's birthday and she downed lots of pink gin, quite a lot of shots of Sambuca and Prosecco when the conversation turned to the conflict over there. She said that her partner's in the military and she told her friend if he ever got called up, she would join him. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the next morning she didn't remember much about it, but she was actually reminded of her antics when the bank rang her and asked if her card had been stolen because apparently... Even though you think, you know, a 3,000 kilometre journey is going to cost $9,000 on Uber, Uber tried to take the money nine times before giving up. <laughs> of course they would. Yeah. So surely they'd be like, yeah, something's wrong here. Maybe we shouldn't be. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be trying to take this money off this card. But anyway, she was lucky. Apparently her and her friend, the reason why it was going to cost that much as well is not just the distance they would have to travel, but they actually got a an upgraded vehicle with extra leg room, which is why they decided to go for that. Very <laughs> crossing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the oh. kind of... You spend that kind of money on a, a taxi, you need to have won lotto, I feel. Yeah. The Lotto app crashed on Sunday. Did it? Yeah, the New Zealand buy tickets. Yeah, the New Zealand Lotto app crashed. Well, it crashed on Sunday, so it was the day after the draw, and oh. uh, everyone had been trying to check their tickets. But unfortunately, there was a big crash. But I went onto the Lotto Facebook page and um, had a look at it, and they'd acknowledged the fact that the app was down, and people were getting so angry. It was entertaining. <laughs> it's yeah. like, guys, I mean, life is bigger than worrying about checking your Lotto ticket, you know. Well, things are getting pretty desperate here in New Zealand. Have you seen the fuel prices? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but then there's, fill your car up. Yeah, I know. But I had to laugh at one of the one of the uh, comments on there is, Ugh, why are Auckland always winning? You guys must be biased to them. And it's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Everybody picks their own numbers or they get a lucky dip. It's not like Lotto choose who wins, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people probably don't understand that. No, exactly. Yeah. So I had a lot share, of entertainment. They could share it my way if they if they are like that. You know, they could share <laughs> yeah. it. I'm happy for them to give me some of that money. Yeah, but it was very entertaining reading the Lotto Facebook page on the weekend. People getting very, very angry with the app not working. It's like, guys, go outside. The sun is shining. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of that's a little bit of desperation there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it was just it was entertaining. It is exciting though. I remember when you, you know, if you buy your lotto ticket, you're always, you've always got that little bit of excitement thinking, ooh, maybe, maybe it's me. Yeah. Well, this is it. Apparently, you get an email from Lotto if you've won something over $1,000, but I never get an email. So I'm like, well, they haven't contacted me. So I'm obviously not going to get anything. But here's the thing though, before I even checked my tickets, because I bought uh, a ticket for Saturday night's draw for the first time in ages. And I thought, oh, yeah, well, I'll check it and see if I've won anything. And I didn't get the email. Secondly, the app wasn't working, so I had to wait. And then um, 
I read on their page, oh, it has rolled over anyway. So oh, yeah. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> I checked a random lot of ticket that I found in my wallet today. I had to go and do the, Aaron forced, forced me to go and do the groceries. So oh, poor I went to the groceries and then I had to check my lot of ticket eh? and I wasn't really paying much attention. And I went, did that thing. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, ooh, money. And then I looked, <laughs> bonus ticket. It's like, oh, think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got a bonus ticket from Saturday's draw, yeah. But I think mm. so, the weekend before, actually, no, that's a point. I did buy a ticket the previous weekend as well and uh, won $31. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Two litres of gas. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I um, bought another ticket for Saturday's draw just gone, actually, because um, I had that winnings, so I just thought I'd reinvest it. And, uh, give, no, give no way. Oh, yeah, no. Absolutely. Pay them bugger all, and I just put it straight back into Lotto. Yeah, well, that's it. Because I tried to extract money that I won once, and I had no shit shot in hell of doing that. Because you can actually get the money out of the app and get it paid into your bank account. It was very difficult to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I reinvested it and gave them another donation. So there we go. It all goes to a good cause, mate. It does. Someone else's Someone pocket. Someone who really needs it. They live in Ponsonby, but they need another $25 million. Yeah. They'll happily take it from you. Yeah, they can't quite afford their third mansion. <laughs> Need a new Maserati. Yeah. yeah. Went out last week with my fire crew and we went and did the breathing apparatus training building, which is like a an indoor maze, which is just a series of tunnels and um, obstacles. And we had to wear our breathing gear and all of our firefighting kit. Uh, well, they smoke you out, No, they don't actually. They're some... Some um, fire stations that have that kind of setup do sort of heat the room up to about 60, 70 degrees. Um, yeah. But this one here was just a standard normal temperature, but it's pretty hot in the suit. But um, yeah. it was good fun. I got through it. And um, something I learned is that we, because we were all in our uniforms once we'd finished and we traveled back in the van together, we stopped off at McDonald's <laughs> and... And I hardly have McDonald's, mate, but I found out that when we all went in there, because we were all wearing fire and emergency uniform, we got half price on McDonald's. Is that a common thing? Apparently. I ordered, what was it, a Boss Burger combo. And, oh, no, it was just a Boss Burger and fries, right? And I got $14 ready to pay. And she's like, oh, that's $7, thank you. I'm like, did you get that order right? Because it's certainly not $7 what I ordered. She goes, no, 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 you get half price. It's like, ooh. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> so that's all that's right. a dangerous secret. It is a dangerous secret. Get addicted to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, see, I'm lucky that where I live, there is not a McDonald's. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we just have to manage with homemade burgers if we want uh, something like that. That's, talking about where you, where you live, I tried to Google map you the other day because Erin knows where you live. She's been she there, so we're like on Google Maps looking at where you live, and we're like, ooh, I think that's their house. It's quite funny, yeah, you're looking down on the map. Yeah. Oh, okay. You think you did? I think so. <laughs> well, you'll yeah. have to f- find out when you come down next, whenever yeah, that I'll may be. I'll, I'll see if we had it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting actually doing that. Hey, I Google Earthed my old house in Thames, and it's been updated since we left, but what I mean by that is that when we were there, it still had the previous owner's cars in the driveway, but now it's mine and my wife's cars in the driveway Hi. of the old house. So it's always quite cool to sort of Google map old properties and places you lived, eh? So you can sort of yeah, see how see much it's changed. all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
you can Google um, like funny things caught on Google Maps because obviously it's pretty obvious when the Google truck's driving around with the big camera on the roof and you see yeah. people doing various gestures and yeah. mooning on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever looked it up on you on YouTube? It's like the top ten funny things caught on Google Earth. You know, like when the truck went on Google Maps when it's been driving mm. around. People that have like known it's been going past, so they go and dress up a whole bunch and stand on the side of the road, all dressed up in costumes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's quite funny, actually. Yeah, it's like that's the thing though. They had time to go and dress up in costumes. Did they like have the costumes ready and waiting for whenever the Google car came, or did they get some kind of heads up? I have no idea. They must, yeah, they must have got a heads up saying it was going to be coming around there soon. And- well, I don't know. Maybe it was on a community page or so, a Facebook page or something yeah. because I don't. I can't expect Google to be like, hey, our camera car is going to be in your town at this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, get out, drop your drawers and your yeah. brown eye. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you give us the middle finger when you go past. <laughs> Talking of Facebook, I've got to share this funny post with you that I saw. You remember, I can't remember what episode it was, but we had a guest on the show called Kelly Fox. Yeah. Who yeah, was a radio friend of mine and she runs a couple of successful Facebook pages. One of the pages is called News Views and Number Twos. So it's people can post news stories or reviews on products or number twos being all that bullshit, you know, and fun, meme yeah. kind of stuff. There was one that posted up there last week and I had to save it to share on the podcast. And basically it was a picture. Uh, and it, all it said was Soldier Boy wasn't even a soldier. Dr. Dre wasn't even a real doctor. Keep it going. So it encouraged people to <laughs> think of musicians and yeah. artists and actually compete, you know, it's on a similar kind of vein. And I've got to read out a heap of them to you because this is bloody good. Well, Prince wasn't a real prince. Yeah, prince wasn't a real <laughs> prince. Exactly. Uh, white stripes. They're not even white stripes. The bare naked ladies weren't ladies or naked. <laughs> <laughs> the pet shop boys. Didn't own a pet shop. <laughs> the Beatles were not insects. Eminem ain't even candy. <laughs> One Direction went different directions. <laughs> Drake is not even a duck. <laughs> That's a good one. The Backstreet Boys didn't live in the back street. <laughs> Snoop Dogg ain't even a dog. <laughs> and the last one is um, Adele isn't even a computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's> brilliant. <laughs> yeah. You can keep going, eh? There's oh, just so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Yeah. Oh, what could you, what else you say? Oasis weren't even an island in the middle of the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Blur. Yes. Well, you could still see them pretty clearly. <laughs> Shit you find on the internet, eh? I know, but this is the problem, eh? You find this stuff and then you look at the time, you're like, oh shit, I've been here for three hours. (laughs) I've been, I've gotten better. I remember when you and I used to do that, we'd be talking about it. Next thing you know, you know, you'd you'd say to me, well, the other night I was on YouTube and three hours vanished. I'm like, yeah, I was doing the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing, eh? It's just, it's just a, it's just a rabbit hole. Of stuff. I call it time waster. Yeah. Time waster. You're on the time waster. Yeah. That's right. The least productive you've ever been in your life. 
but you're yeah. having a good time. So, <laughs> well, this is it. Like my wife and I were discussing only a couple of days ago. It's like we actually we spend more time on our devices than we really should be. Yep. Like my big thing at the moment is because now I've got this new radio show. I'm just always looking for stuff to talk about on it, and yeah. it gets to the point where, like, hang on a minute, this stuff can wait. The kids are still up. They're going to bed soon. I should just put my phone down and you know and hang out with the kids and it's kind of what I started doing I was just having this discussion with my wife yesterday and we're all bad for it but it's just like let's try and have device free evenings through the week you know and then the weekends we can dedicate an hour or so to it right a couple of hours you should talk to my wife tell her I I, every time she picks her phone up I always say to her how's your addiction today she goes (laughs) oh it's all right (laughs) how's Facebook how's the social media network going today I don't even have Facebook on my phone anymore. Eh? I'm going I'm, I'm to put it back on there because I like to use Facebook Marketplace to buy and sell stuff. Mm. But going on the social media side, I, I, you know, you, you get, it's like getting sucked into a wormhole eh? and you just yep. all the way into it and you just you can't even pull yourself out of it sometimes. Yep. Never ends, mate. It's just this, yeah. uh, what do they call it? It's like algorithms. Eh? They end up learning what you like and they keep putting it up on the screen. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, that looks good. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Ooh, food. Ooh, yeah. motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ooh, beer. That's all we need, isn't it? Probably why you've ended up with three motorbikes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to do a dad joke off. Yeah. Yep. I've got some somewhere. This podcast is funny. Every time we do it, I go right. Next week, I'm going to be so organised for this. I'm going to have a big <laughs> list of stuff that we're all going to we're going to do, and I'm going to have everything ready to go. And about 10 Whatever. minutes before the podcast is due to start, I'm like, shit, I haven't done anything for this year. <laughs> <laughs> we did say in the thing it's done on the fly. So who's going first? You got some? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Oh, um, yeah, sweet. Okay. <laughs> dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Well, obviously, you know, the pandemic's a big thing at the moment and petrol prices. Are you sweating while putting petrol in your car? Feeling sick when you're paying for it? You've got the car owner virus. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals? No idea. Philippe Flop. Philippe. Somebody ripped the fifth month out of my calendar. I'm completely dismayed. <laughs> <laughs> what does a lemon say when it answers the phone? I've no idea. Yeah, hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How does the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it. <laughs> what did the grape do when he got stepped on? I don't know. He let out a little wine. <laughs> <laughs> he let out a little wine. <laughs> the walk from my house to the bar is five minutes. The walk from the bar to my house is 35 minutes. The difference is staggering. (laughs) How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Oh, do you follow the Fresh Prince? Hey, go on. (laughs) I used to clean the toilets when I was in the army. They called me Lieutenant. (laughs) Lieutenant. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No. (laughs) Great food, no atmosphere, though. (laughs) 
I'm even <laughs> saying. <laughs> dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. All right, dad joke off, done again. Some good ones in there, mate. Good ones in there. I remember if, uh, what was it? it, must have been a handful of episodes ago, they were quite crass, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, we try, just, yeah, try to keep them clean because you never know who's listening. Well, that's uh, I mean, they're, they're dad jokes as well, so they've got to be jokes you can tell the kids. But then, you know, I don't expect the yep. kids to listen to the podcast anyway. No, they're kind of forgotten about it at the moment. So I even I go, oh, I've got to go do my <laughs> podcast. And then they go, oh, we haven't heard last week's one yet. So I'm like, oh, okay, but oh, <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't. We need, yeah. to get the, we need to get the kids back on the podcast soon, I think, mate, and do another small talk yep. with them. That'd be quite cool. Had a fire call out uh, last week. In fact, it's been quiet, but those are always the famous last words. You know, we we say in the fire brigade, oh, it's been quiet, and within an hour the siren will go up. (laughs) But anyway, ran out for um, for a fire call last week, and for the first time ever, I ran out the front door when the siren was going up, and there was just this chorus of dogs howling. It was yeah. it was actually the most incredible sound because like obviously we know what dogs sound like when they howl but when there's a big chorus of them emulating yeah, yeah. the siren it was just like this 3D experience when I went outside <laughs> I didn't think there were that many dogs around me the wolf pack yeah <laughs> it was I mean I know dogs howl at sirens I've heard the story before but geez when yeah. I went outside honestly I, I couldn't tell you how many dogs were howling. Yeah, they get you know, going, eh? A big chorus of them. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, the siren sets them off, and then obviously they hear each other, so that just makes them even, you know, more excited. Oh, oh I can hear Brian. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's Rover over there. G'day, Rover. <laughs> Oi, can you hear me as well? Hi, hi, hi. Why does it go, Dave, Dave, Dave? <laughs> But, you know, it was the coolest sound, eh? Honestly, it was one of those moments where you sort of wish you were recording it or, you know, where you see something, you're like, damn it, why wasn't I filming? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our old dog, Ash, she never used to bark at it, eh? But we used to look after a friend's dog around the corner here and um, he was a big Newfoundland cross, great big thing. And he was as dopey as a plank, eh? <laughs> and the minute that siren would go up, Ash would just stay lying on the floor, and old Usky he'd stick his head up and go <laughs> in the middle of the house. <laughs> and if the kids were in bed, it'd scare the shit out of everybody. But it's so funny though. Like, what is going through a dog's head that makes it want to howl at that? Yeah, you know what's I know, it probably going? Oh, that's my mate down the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's that strange noise again. Oh. It's cool, man. It's such an awesome sound, though, especially just running out last week and hearing that. Even our neighbours, our neighbours have got a newish dog. They've had him for about, I don't know, probably eight months now. Even he yeah. goes off, eh? And sometimes you, I don't know what it is. Dogs seem to have some kind of sixth sense because uh, one day I did hear him howling, and literally a second later the siren went up. Unless oh, yeah. he, unless he heard it winding up before I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you heard it. Yeah, pretty good hearing. Yeah, it's pretty how, impressive. How far away? How far away from the fire station are you? I'm closer than I was in Thames. Oh yeah. 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 So I can literally be there at, uh, within about sixty seconds. That's if I'm doing 120 k's an hour up the road. <laughs> no, no, it does literally takes me about maybe seventy to eighty seconds if the road's clear. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty good. A lot yeah. closer than I was in Thames. So it used to take me about four minutes to get to the station in Thames. Yeah. Yeah, which was always well, at frustrating. Least you, at least you might get a few more call-outs down there, eh? Like get on the well, truck a bit more. 
Well, this is it. I, I definitely do now because I mentioned this in another podcast, but my chief seconded me to a different watch because our brigade split into watches, blue, red, and green. I was in blue watch. I'm now in green watch because they were really short on drivers um, because one of them went away for a six-month leave period for work. Yeah. And they're really short on drivers. So now I get, I basically am the driver now alongside another fellow called Dale. Um, but yeah. Dale's very busy with his line of work. So he's not always there. So yeah, I get a lot of rides, but always in the <laughs> front seat. And it's quite yeah. funny though. Eh? Like I, I can't complain in the slightest because I've always wanted to get my driving qualification, my emergency response driving. Yeah. But yeah, yet sometimes if you've been driving too much, you sometimes forget what you need to do when you're in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. You just leap in the front and put your foot down. Yeah, man. And that, that's the thing, eh? Like, who else would like to drive a 10-plus ton truck full of water <coughs> at high speeds? When you jump in the truck, say, like, because engines don't like, especially diesels don't like running revving when they're cold. So when you get to the ga- the station, do you jump and turn the truck on no. before you jump in your gear? So what happens or- is, is there's, um, I can't remember what the name of it is, but the trucks are actually plugged in. So oh, yeah. yeah, so there's actually a socket at the back of the cab which is consistently plugged in, uh, which actually keeps the engine warm when it's not running. Oh, so yeah, yeah it's, it's quite cool. Yeah, so I don't know the whole mechanics of it, but my understanding is that there's an element in there that keeps the oil warm, and oh, yeah. when you start up the truck, it's pretty much ready to go and it's at temperature. Yeah. Um, so obviously the best the, the thing is though when we get into the trucks and drive off. Just make sure you've actually unplugged it first. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few things to think about, right? When you run to the truck, you've got to unplug that. You've got to, uh, in one of our trucks, you've got to flick on the isolation switch because you've got to turn it off when you're finished with the truck. And you've got yeah. to make sure all of the uh, all the lockers are shut. Otherwise, you're driving down the road and shit's falling out the truck, which is not a good look, and it has happened. Not to me. Yeah. I might <laughs> add. Um, and then, yeah, you, you know, you've got all that to think about um, uh, before, when you when you drive out. So, yeah. Don't go off prematurely, eh? Don't jump in the truck and take off down the road and then go, shit, I forgot all the other firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> They're all behind me going, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Wait up, wait for me. So I got this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no. So, yeah, the, the trucks uh, are plugged in, so they, they're kept warm, so you're not actually cold starting them. Yeah, I always wondered that, eh? Hey, because you see them, they jump in and straight out of the fire station. Yeah, that's it. And uh, they've also got a, a majority of them. I'd say 99% of trucks now have a exhaust extractor hooked onto them as well, yeah. which is a, uh, it's a little cup basically connected to a massive tube, which is like a vacuum. And you just you suction it onto the end of the uh, exhaust, so it, yeah. it actually stays there. And you know when you start the truck, it switches on, and then yeah. you can actually drive out of the station with it still attached, so that you're not actually um, spewing carbon monoxide into the station when you've actually got the truck idling waiting for the crew. So you can actually yeah. turn it on while you're while you're indoors, and this thing extracts it. But then when you get when you drive the truck to the door of the station, there's a switch up above that disconnects it from the truck. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's quite a good yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. Thought of everything, eh? Yeah, mate. Yeah. I mean, ask me a question about firefighting. I'll stand here and lecture you for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're passionate about it, mate. That's good. Oh, thing. yeah. I love it, mate. It's it's still it's still my favourite thing. Um, yeah. At least you're doing some good with it, too. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, there's it's a, lot really of, awesome. a lot of people out there that don't do 
you know, much good for their communities and stuff, but being volunteer firefighters is a pretty good one. So Yeah, well I know teams are recruiting orange, so if you fancy it, mate. Mm. If you can if you can fit it in. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only thing eh, when you're trying to run your own business, you never know where you're gonna be, what you're doing and no, that's it exactly. Eh? It's that's it's really hard. Yeah. It's something to commit to only if you can find the time for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no And point I'll take my hat off to anyone who does commit to it. You know, it's it's a bloody uh it's a big commitment, especially it's a big commitment for businesses to let their employees go all the time, you know. Because the other day, yeah. I remember in town here the other day, that fire siren must have gone four times mm. in one day. So you think that's a lot of you know, a lot of downtime for staff leaving the shop. And yeah, stuff. it is. Eh? Some some of the firefighters and teams actually, um, their employers are really good and let them go every time. Um, there's some that say, look, if you're busy with a customer, don't leave them in the lurch halfway through. Yeah, yeah. But what they do, though, some of them... wait a minute, I'll be back in about two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but some of the some of the customers, uh, sorry, some of the businesses do say to their employees, like, if you disappear for like two hours, then we'll ask that you make that up, say, on a Saturday or something or... Yeah, stay a bit late when you finish, or when you're meant to finish. But yeah, I mean, there's always a compromise. A lot of employers are just um, stoked to have a volunteer in their crew, because yeah. the uh, because the employers do get recognition as well from fire and emergency, so they are given a bit of a uh, recognition all the time. So they're, they're they are they they're, they're pointed out as employers of volunteer firefighters, which is you know for them a good accolade, I suppose, makes them look like you know they've. They're doing yeah, their bit. They're doing their doing their bit. Yeah, well, that's it. So it's a big thing for an employer to let one of their staff run out when they're still on the clock. You know, but I guess <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the employer's contribution is they're still paying someone while they're out there in their community doing things for people that are in a time of need. You know, so yeah, yeah. So they would have been busy in Auckland today, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. I was listening to Radio Haraki this morning, and Matt and Jerry were busy talking away, and suddenly they went, "Jesus Christ!" Uh, they got distracted by a massive lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've seen pictures of like terrible flooding up there. It's just, uh, mind yeah, you, yeah. a lot of the stuff the Coromandel's used to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was working in the shed. I was doing some office stuff. And I just happened, it was pouring down outside. And then there was this almighty clap of thunder. Eh? And it, it must have hit like just around here somewhere. I don't know. But the whole just about sh- rattled the boards loose in the shed. <laughs> Because that's the thing, like, we can't do this podcast when it's pissing down at your place, eh? Yeah, it's too noisy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I remember when we were looking at recording the jingle for the podcast, and um, and I remember you couldn't do your bit for about a day because it was raining so heavily. You were like, dude, I yeah, can't yeah. actually do my bit of the jingle because it's pissing down so hard, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah, you could hear it. It was just yeah, deafening in the shed. And the funny thing is, at that exact moment, it was pouring down and lightning and stuff. And the worst part of the day, my phone rang, and it was a guy from Auckland to do with this machine that I'm picking up. Yeah. And I needed to have quite a long conversation with him about how it was all going to play out. And I'm like, finger in one ear, phone <laughs> up as loud as it'll go to the other ear, going, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> trying to hear him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah, hear me boy. now? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yep. shit. Oh, well, mate, I, I know you're tired. You've had a busy day and I've got a sore back, so I'm keen for a bit of a sit down for a very short time. Yeah. Um, Lie flat on the floor. Yeah, should actually. Yeah, but this yeah. podcast brought to you by standing up. Um, <laughs> anyway. This is what we should do. We should see if we can get a sponsor on board. Since we're old, we should like say, sponsored by Voltaren and Panadol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sponsored by Zimmer. <laughs> in fact, I need to I need to pop an ibuprofen. My wife said I should probably do that with dinner, but I had dinner a while ago now, and it's a bit late. 
Maybe I should take a concrete pill. That's what someone else would say. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> episodes every two weeks. We'll do them on a Friday. The next one is on April the 8th. Uh, do come give us a like, though. We've got a Facebook page out there. Just do a search for Tradio Podcast at Facebook. And you can also email us as well, tradiochat at gmail.com. We'd love to get you on as a guest or anything like that. Do you have a particular set of skills, a good story to tell? We'd love to hear from you. Possibly in the next couple of episodes, uh, we might have one of Oren's mates who's a very famous TV star. That'd be quite neat. Hopefully we can get them on, yep. Yeah. All right, mate, cool. Well, uh, good to get, good to uh, catch up again. Hope you have a good sleep tonight. Yep, I'll try my best. No offence, <laughs> but you look like you need it. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty shattered at the moment, especially when you're do, doing something like this. Oh, I, one of my ways of thinking stuff over is I'll lie in bed at night and I'll, and I'll think it over. And But, but you, you know you, you know how hard it is to sleep when your brain's going, clink, 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 clink. Yeah. <laughs> over all the things it needs to do. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's getting better now. Like most stuff's organised. I've sort of got everything where it needs to be. So I'm sort of starting to relax a little bit more now. So. Oh, that's good, man. Oh, well, good luck with the new venture anyway. Um, mind you, when are you going to start it? Not for another while yet, eh? Uh, yeah, it'll be a couple of weeks away before I've got the machine where i want it and everything sorted out so oh sweet we'll catch up before then anyway no doubt yeah all right mate well i'll leave you with this thought for the day have you ever realized how disturbing it is that the guy on the game operation is awake (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't look too happy either he doesn't does he (laughs) see you mate okay